This is Bigger Than Memphis, a video podcast where I interview local businesses in Memphis and the surrounding areas. We get to know these entrepreneurs on a professional level and also on a personal level because you should know who you're doing business with. So come along with us on this journey and we hope that you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and thank you and welcome back to my podcast, Bigger Than Memphis, where I where I interview local entrepreneurs in the area. And today we have with us Miss Carmela Rogers with Hot Words. <laughs> I am so excited to interview her. I have been um, social media stalking her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she has been doing some good things, some great things. And I really wanted to reach out to her because she actually has a, well, she is a owner of a franchise. That's yes. how I should phrase it. Um, I really wanted people to get to know and understand the entrepreneurial aspect of having a franchise business, which I think is really, really cool. Okay. So, Carmela, on my show, to loosen us up, to get us started, All we right. do a little game. Okay. And it's called, you can't say that, Memphis uh, Minor Dish. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the questions are Memphis related, regardless of if you are from here or not. Okay. You got to play this Memphis mind guy. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to give you three cards. I'm going to give myself three cards. And a lot of them I have not seen. I don't know why everybody think I done went through the whole dick. I have not yet. (laughs) Um, The object, objective of the game is for you to get me to say what's in the purple, but you cannot say any of the things that are at the bottom or the purple. Now, if you don't know Ugh. it, you can do word association, um, just whatever you can to get me to say it. Okay. Okay. So do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. Come on, because I'm cold. Um... <laughs> He is one of the newer Grizzly players coming from, um, coming out of Memphis. Oh, uh, Derrick Rose. Yes. Good. You did good clue. Okay. Come on. Let's see. Come on. Um, it's another Memphis guy who went to the Big E. Um... It was a lot of scandal around him before he left. Not Zebo. Is it Zebo? Not a player. Oh, not a player. Oh, um. Oh. <laughs> it's in my, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I know it is. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. I know who it is. The coach. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> and I know his name. Yep. I'm seeing it. I can't say it. Uh oh. Um, Coach Cal. Yeah. Um, oh, what is his name? Because <laughs> I'm looking at the restaurant now. Um, someone in the, the Bible would say the Baptist. Oh, John Calipari. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I was like, I see it. I know who right, it is. Okay, right. look at him. <laughs> All right. Um, along the same lines, another famous. Okay. Uh, for the same team. Okay. But I died. Sh- 
before. Oh, who died of a heart attack. I don't know how he died, but he was very famous before the other one came on. Okay. And is very honored to this day as one of the greatest to ever be at U of M or at the time at this day. I'm not going to get him. News Word Association. Let me Um, So, um, how many inches are in a yard? So, inch. (laughs) Oh, oh, 12 inches is it? No, 36. But if you think of inch, I'm trying to get you to remember a name. Inch. Um. Oh, boy. Um. Don't y'all be talking about me. <laughs> oh, okay. He was very famous before the, the previous one. Well, Ooh. years before. But yeah, very honored to this day with the word inch. Okay, I give up. <laughs> Larry Finch. Yes! Oh my God, yes. I can see him in my head. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. Okay. This has something to do with what we were just talking about. Yours just came. Uh, he perished. He was uh, murdered. Oh. He was in word. Right. Um, that is. Um, gosh. Mm-hmm. I His mom will be all on the TV. I now. know she does. <laughs> the darn wife. Uh, I can't. I, can, she, I she, know. She on here. Sherry. Yeah. What's her name? Yeah, not left, but right. Okay. Oh, um, something right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Not high. Low right. You close. Low. Come on. Damn, what this damn name? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you in it, you can't think of it. It's something right. It's yeah. not Lawrence. It's um. It, it's not high. That's but but the other one. low. Okay. Low, low. <laughs> Ryan with Ken. Ken? It when? It, no. Lynn? Oh, you so close. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> you doing good. Because I would have ran Terrence, out. Terrence, right? No. The Rins and Right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> Okay, famous. Everybody comes to Memphis to see this place. They like to walk along it. Graceland? No. This, I guess the second most. Peabody? You close. It's down there. It's down oh, there. Oh, Bill Street. There you go. <laughs> oh, <good job. laughs> okay. I don't know how I'm going to get you to say this one. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I can't say this is terrible. Oh, wait. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to get you to say this one. <laughs> Gotta do a word association. Okay. Venus and Serena. What's their last name? Serena Williams. Okay. This guy used to play in Williams? Yes. Last name is Williams. First so, name. So I can ask you, was he a basketball player? You can't answer that. He was not. He was not. You used to play okay. for U or M. Williams. Yes. Not basketball. Mm-mm. Football? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't know. 
D'Angelo Williams. Um, yes, right. D'Angelo Yes, yes. See, you would have knew that one. Yes, she should have went along the lines of Angel, baby. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be so hard because you can't say certain stuff. Exactly, I know. (laughs) But that's a good game. I like that. Thank you. Makes you think. You you can buy it online. Okay. You can't say that. And it's called one now. You can't say that main. You can't say that Memphis main edition. You can't say that Memphis main edition. Yeah. Got it. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Everybody likes the game. That's why I like to do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Again, I have Miss Carmela Rogers with me. Yes. She is the, the owner or a owner of Hot Works. One of the Hot Works franchises. Yes. Yes. Edge District. Edge District location. Okay. Yes. So tell us a little bit about Hot Works. So Hot Works is a 24-hour infrared uh, studio. So you work out in infrared heat and then you do exercise. So we call it three-dimensional training. So with the combination, it increases your heart rate to the point where your metabolism goes into overdrive. Oh, wow. So our workouts are short. It's either a 15 or 30-minute workout session. So we stress the fact that you don't have to be in the gym all day to ret- to achieve results um, that you want to get. So like I used to work out with a personal trainer and it would be easy to be in the gym an hour and a half, two hours going through different exercise movements, you know, muscle groups, things like that. And you still can do that. However, you can still get the same benefit with that combination of heat, infrared and exercise at Hot Works reduced in a short amount of time. You can burn as many calories as I was burning in a two hour or hour and a half period in a very much so shorter time. So we stress the 15 minute or 30 minute workout sessions. That's real cool. Yes. Okay, Miss Rogers, would you like me to call you Miss Rogers? You can say Carmela. Okay, Miss Carmela. <laughs> okay, tell us a little bit about you. Brag about yourself a little <laughs> Don't go into um, as far as like what you used to do or whatever. Just give us a little bit about who you are. Who am I? Mm -hmm. I am a very energetic, um, very energetic. um, Try to be very positive. I like to empower people. I like to encourage and um, just give people their kudos um, to let them know, hey, you know, every day is not going to be the best, but you Mm -hmm. can make the best out of every day. So um, I like to just, you know, I like to give encouragement. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that has really helped me uh, in the fitness realm uh, with this franchise is that um, I can get people in there and they've cried on my shoulder. They, you know, have every excuse that they can't work out. And Mm -hmm. I seem to be able to (laughs) persuade them. That they need to be doing something for their fitness and their health. That okay. they can't they can't slack on that part. You're right about that. And she is very fit, y'all. I'm, <laughs> I'm up here. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> no, I'm not as fit as I want to be. <laughs> it's hard when you own a business to try to stay fit all the time. But I try. I know. I understand that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what makes your high works different. Um, at my hot works, we try to produce a, a really a community. So I don't want anyone walking in and thinking that they're just the number or they're just paying me their money and that we don't care. If I see that you haven't been in and I've established some type of relationship with you, you're going to get a phone call if I haven't seen you in a minute. Um, and we're going to follow up and check to see where you are. Um, and I always have people when they join our studio to write down their fitness goals. 
Because if anything comes up where you try to cancel or I haven't seen you, I'm going to read you your goals back. Mm. So I'm going to say, how are we doing with accomplishing these goals? So, mm, so you, you got the wrong number. First <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not showing up for yourself, how are you going to even accomplish the goals? So I, I kind of have to remind the people um, what, they, what they're doing this for. That's all right. I'm still going to be like, oh, you got the wrong number. But that is, <laughs> I do love it because that'll make me be like, oh, girl, here I come. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we're 24 hours. So it's oh. really not an excuse. Yeah. Once you're a member, you're 24 hours. You have 24-7 access to the studio. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. Are all hot works 24 hours? All or hot works in the world are 24 hours. Okay. Yes. So with your hot works, um, what are you looking for? Who is your target market? So my target market, we are in the medical district or the edge district. The, thus, we're called the um, Hot Works Edge District because we're on the cusp of downtown and midtown. Mm-hmm. So target audience definitely is the downtown and the midtown areas. But we also have Marion and West Memphis, Arkansas. We have people in Whitehaven. We have the Raleigh Frazier area and we have Frazier in South Memphis. Those are the closest um neighborhoods to our location. So we target that market. However, we are also uh, exposed to lots of schools. So we're right across the street from the UT Health Sciences College. Mm -hmm. And we're in the medical district. So we're next to all of the hospitals, uh, Regional One, Labonner, Baptist, Methodist, all of those, uh, and across the street from the Shelby County Health Department. So lots of businesses. Uh, so we look at the the mix and we're next door to the New Orleans Station Apartments. Oh, right okay. next door. They're going to be, I think, 380 something units. Oh, wow. um, and they're constantly building up apartments mm-hmm. in the Edge District. So those that's definitely our target market. People who want uh, convenience. So I live downtown. And so what I've noticed is that downtown living is quick and fast mm-hmm. and people want to come and go in, in a hurry. You know, they're not interested in working out long hours and they like to work out outside a lot. So by us being a hot works, you know, trying to get them in the door, I really have to stress the benefits of working out at hot works. So we market to people who are very much so into infrared or red light therapy because the infrared is a healing energy and okay. it penetrates the skin at a cellular level. So people who have studied the benefits of infrared come to our studio sometimes just for that, for healing of the body. So it's really good for skin rejuvenation if you have joint pain or circulation problems. If you haven't hmm. moved in a long time, you're already coming into a warm state, being in the saunas combined with the infrared that's actually healing and helping the body to detox. So people who have fibromyalgia or arthritis, if you're suffering from diabetes, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. things like that, we are targeting you because there are great studies, cardiovascular studies, that how the infrared combination really helps to heal the body over time and alleviate some of those illnesses that you have. So regular use and exposure for the infrared. I also stress the fact that even though we... Uh, have three-dimensional training, the heat, infrared, and exercise in the saunas, you can come in also and just de-stress. So I love that aspect as a business okay. owner and because I go in and I just lay out in the sauna. I may put Zen music on, whatever, and I just relax. Sometimes I'll go to sleep. <laughs> and the fact that you can do that, you know, for the price point of our memberships 
and to have 24-7 access to a place where you can come and just relax and saunas, mm-hmm. you know, you can't beat it. You really, okay. you just can't beat it. You can't even get a sauna facial for the price of our one-month membership. Okay. Yeah. And that's why your skin looks so 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 impeccable, y'all. She don't have on no makeup. I don't. And her skin is just glowing. Thank you. So how do you do your memberships? How does that go? Um, so the memberships are, it's either, uh, well, it depends. So it's a sweat here or sweat everywhere are two main cost efficient memberships. But we also have paid in full memberships, a one month membership, three months, 12 months, six months. Um, But most people get the sweat here or the sweat everywhere. Sweat here allows you to go to that specific hot works that you join. So if you join at my hot works sweat here, you'll only go to the edge district location. The other hot works is sweat everywhere. I mean, the other membership is sweat everywhere. And that allows you to go to any hot works in the world. So there are over 600 plus hot works now um, in the world and we're going international so you have access to all of those studios under the Sweat Everywhere package. Okay, but we don't get you at the Sweat Everywhere, right? Well, you can get me um, mostly. So when people join the Sweat Everywhere, either they're looking to either, you know, go to the target location that they join or they're looking to, you know, they travel. So we get traveling nurses, truck mm-hmm. drivers, people who travel a lot with their job and they still want to have access to hot works. Those are the majority of the people that are going to be getting sweat everywhere. But also because we have like 10 locations in the Memphis area, some people have friends that are members at other hot works. Okay. And so they may not have the sweat everywhere, but it allows them to go to the other hot works and work out with their friends. And we we stress, you know, having a compatibility partner, somebody to keep mm. you uh, on your toes and um, uh, on your game with your workouts, a motivational partner. So uh, we love that aspect that you can work out with your friends. Oh, I need that too. So y'all hear that? Come in. <laughs> I don't care if you're going to get the sweat here or the sweat everywhere. Go see Miss Carmella yes. because her Come. energy is so good. <laughs> and just get just get started. Buy your membership from her because you, you're you not going to find Miss Carmella in the Yes, else. that's right. <laughs> High Works Edge District. Come to my studio for sweat here or sweat everywhere. Yes. Come, come, come. Um, okay, what did you do before you owned your hot work? I'm an IT professional. So I have been an IT director for many years um, for various companies, state, local, federal government, churches, as well as I worked the last job. I was at um, hospitality and the uh, a managed IT service provider called VC3, which is one of the largest in the world now. Um, but I have mainly worked in the role of an IT manager or director most of my life. I've done project management, um, you name it, in the computer realm, I probably touched it. Okay, <laughs> that's cool, that's yeah. cool, brains yeah. and Networking, beauty. yes, well, <laughs> we try. Okay, so why did, you know, you start your business from you coming from an IT background, what mm-hmm. made you get into the to hot works. Yeah. So my husband and I, we lived in Cordova before we moved downtown. And I wanted to move. Actually, I wanted to move out of Memphis. I've been in Memphis my whole life. Okay. And I was ready to experience, just have another experience in another city. Um, my husband wasn't quite ready. So <laughs> I said, okay, fine. If we stay in Memphis, I want to move downtown. I am also an entertainer. Most people don't know that. So I, I sing with wedding bands, have done it for many years. Okay. And so I love to go and see 
other entertainment or be exposed to it. Um, and so I moved to the entertainment district in, in the South Main area of downtown. I could not imagine living anywhere else, I must say. <laughs> not in Memphis, at least. Um, but so my husband agreed. And once we uh, purchased the home downtown, we still had our home in Cordova and COVID hit. So in the midst of us closing and moving, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And so the city shut down. Mm-hmm. And when the city shut down, it gave me a great opportunity to just move at, you know, leisurely. You know, I didn't have to rush because <laughs> I didn't sell the other house yet. Uh, you know, markets were changing. So it was that time where you need to hold on to property. Mm-hmm. If you're a seller. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And that's the other thing. My husband and I were into rental, uh, oh, rental okay. properties, we, real estate. So we had several rental properties over the years. And we were in the process of just doing a big unload, unloading the properties. And we knew we had to do something else with the finances from, you know, the earnings Mm -hmm. um, because Uncle Sam was going to be hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So with that, you know, the city shutting down, of course, everybody's in the house. Nobody's working out. Um, I guess maybe six months into COVID, I was at a friend's house and her girlfriend came over and she told me she just got through working out, riding a bike in a sauna. And I was like, what? Riding a bike in a sauna? <laughs> like, what is that? And so she told me about Hot Works. And so it kind of intrigued me because a lot of gyms were shut down. And mm-hmm. the fact that Hot Works was still able to be open during COVID, I thought that was great. Um but the heat, you know, it doesn't, I'm not going to say because people are like, it don't kill the virus. <laughs> But it alleviates a lot of the symptoms of the virus that people had, and it kills it off. And so what Hotworks did, three people can fit into each sauna. Mm -hmm. Um, So, But during COVID, what Hotworks did is instead of saying three people, they only allowed one. And then we have an epic zone, which is like a a gym area. And so you used to, uh, you well, even now, you can go into the epic zone as a member any time of day you want and work out with the free weights and things like that. But during COVID, you had to schedule it just like you would schedule Mm. a sauna session. Okay. So that's kind of how they regulated uh, people coming in and out of hot works during that time. So my husband and I said, hey. I, I told him about it. It's like, I just want to try it. You know, it's intriguing. <laughs> um, and so we we started. We uh, joined the one in the East Memphis location. And I loved it. You know, I could go in and relax. Um, you know, I could see myself, you know, I just, I'm I'm be honest. I just go in there and relax a lot. Okay. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong right, with that. Right. Because you need to Right, relax. exactly. Um, and de-stress. Um, but also, you know, you can do the workouts. And I, I do the workouts as well. But I relax more than I work out, I must say. <laughs> um, but it, we did join the hot works. And as we were moving back and forth, still, I was, well, me, I was moving still from the other house. Because <laughs> we had combined two houses over the years. Um I um, thought, you know, I was like going back and forth to Hot Works from downtown. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is a little commute. I really don't want to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And then it just came to me one day. I was like, it's not a Hot Works downtown. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could look into putting a franchise of a Hot Works downtown. So I started the process and it bloomed. It bloomed from COVID. Oh, wow. <laughs> I never, ever, ever had it in mind and think it was possible or happened, but. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it kind of like fell in your lap. It kind of was did. like kind of like destiny. 
I guess you could call it that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So was it hard when you started? Did you have to have a little or a lot of capital? You don't have to get into specifics. Oh, yeah. You need a lot of capital for okay. a hot works location. Okay. But it depends on the size. It depends on the location because you always have to consider the area. Hot works is really not going to allow you to just put a hot works up anywhere just because you want to. They're going to have, they're going to assure that it's the right mix so that you're in the right neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You got a mix of the residential and, you know, the businesses mm -hmm. and the apartment living. Um, so you got to have a great mix of that because before you open your hot works, you actually are into pre-sale and marketing. And with pre-sale and marketing, you have to have 250 people before you are actually able to open the hot work. Wow. Yes. So they have you get the memberships beforehand. For for opening, yes. Oh, wow. And it grows from there. So it, during pre-sale and marketing, however, is also the time where you're able you're doing your build out. So you found a location at okay. that point. You make sure, you know, that's another thing. Your location, you want to make sure you can afford the rent mm -hmm. and all of that. But during the build out, which is about three, three and a half months, you're in pre-sales and marketing while they're building it out. And like I said, you have to have 250 members before you open those doors. That's actually a good plan. I know that's one of the biggest things when I ask uh, one of my questions, like, what would you do differently? And mm -hmm. a lot of people is like, I, I should have marketed it sooner. Right. <laughs> so like, yes. that's always a good idea. And even when I was researching opening my business, I was like, market beforehand. But I'm the type of person, I'm like, if it don't happen, then I'm going to be mad and then <laughs> I'm going to be told these people. And, and, yes. but, but it does make sense to start marketing before you even open the door. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Especially, well, for the fitness business. They want to just make sure that just assures that, you know, you're going to be profitable or mm -hmm. at least on your feet. Even when you open the door, you're not struggling. Yeah. And it's a great thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't find it to be. Not a bad thing right, at all. Right, right. It's a hard process, I will say. I, I know mean, it. You think about trying to get somebody to join something that it doesn't even <laughs> exist. That, if you can market on that level, you're good at marketing. <laughs> I know this, right. Okay, so this is the part where we get to know a little bit about you outside of business. Okay. So you said you are born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. I am. What area are you from? Uh, well, I was born, um, my parents lived in Binghampton. Okay. And so I think about two, we moved from Binghampton into what we call, I we I grew up in Cherokee. Okay. So it's Southeast Memphis, mm -hmm. but I grew up in Cherokee, but now they call it Orange Mound. They mixed <laughs> everything up into Orange Mound now, but it's Cherokee is where mm -hmm. I grew up most of my, all of my adult life, as a matter of fact. Um, and then when I got older on my own, I moved further out in Southeast Memphis, you know, in the, mm -hmm. um, in the unincorporated area of Shelby County, yeah. Hacks Cross area homes. And then uh, when I got married, I moved to Cordova. Oh, I stayed in Cordova. <laughs> I think we stayed there for a year. Oh, my God. It's the worst commute <laughs> oh, in and I, out. I could not stand. That was, I know. That was one of the things I couldn't stand. It was like one way in, one yes. way out. Because, we, I, yeah, we lived on the Walnut Grove end. Uh -huh. And so... It's Walnut Grove, baby. <laughs> At least you was close on it. And we were like down uh, past, like a little bit past, um, what's the name of that place? Incredible Pizza. We lived oh, up in there. Oh, you were down there. Oh, okay. my God. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. We I were know. stuck like smack dead in the middle. Yes. I worked in Collierville. Oh, my goodness. That's a big commute. Yes. And my son's father worked in East Memphis. Mm -hmm. So I we would go from... And our son went to daycare in East Memphis, so we would go 
Cordova, East Memphis, East Memphis, Collierville, <laughs> then back Collierville, East Memphis. And I'm, we were late every morning. I, I was like, we can't do this. Because you never know. If it's an accident or something, you you dead. You stuck. I mean, it's like, you know, and it was a 30-minute solid drive every day going. Because I worked mm-hmm. downtown at the time. I worked at the convention center. So that commute every day from Cordova was a strong 30 minutes and easily a 45 to yes. an hour if there was an accident. Yes. Yeah. I found the back way, but then the back way got congested <laughs> to call Everybody you found out. I was like, no. I was like, no, because he started taking him. And then I started going to call you, mm-hmm. I was like, And it's always it's construction, too. Yes. 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 Always yes. construction. And those little two-lane streets. Mm-hmm. Cordova, can you get some more? Exactly. Four-lane streets. Yes. <laughs> it yes. was terrible. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting up out of here as soon as I can. I thought I was moving to Cordova for peace. Right. No. No. Mm-mm. Not no. at all. It changed a lot. <laughs> yeah. So um, how do you feel about Memphis? Um, you know, I was born and raised in Memphis. <clears throat> I think Memphis is a great city. Um, we have some challenges. Yes. You know, there's a um there's still a lot of racism in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yes. And uh, it's so unfortunate. Uh uh it's a club. It is. It it's is. a club. It's a clique, mm-hmm. it's a club. You know, if you're not part of a certain organizations, you know, one of the things that I am really happy about with my hot works, my husband and I, we weren't members of any kind of organizations mm-hmm. or things like that. Um, and we were very private in our lives. So we didn't have like a lot of social media. So it was really crazy when we first started trying to market hot works <laughs> without a big social media following already. Um, I just went into my address book and his, and I found this app where I could do group text. And but even though it was a group text, I still had to individually send them to probably like eight hundred contacts for me and about four hundred for him. Mm-hmm. Um, just telling our friends and people in our contacts about the, what we were getting ready to do, and so that's how we actually started. So <clears throat> for where we are now, from where we were, you know, very private, really not out there, we've been able to really you know, successfully grow our business without being a part of organizations. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's so cool. <laughs> well, yeah, Memphis does. We do. Um, it's a lot of old things and a lot of old traditions that we got to figure out how to break out of. Yeah. We complain about them. Yes. And we say we don't like them, but it's so many people still doing it. Yes, like, exactly. We got to change it. Right. Okay, who or what inspires you? Who or what inspires me? Hmm. That is a great question. <laughs> I think I've been asked this before, and there's a lot of things, I guess, that ex- that um, inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, people who have overcome challenges or great illnesses or just accomplishments. Maybe they turned their life around. Maybe their life used to be a certain way. Maybe they made poor choices, and then they finally woke mm-hmm. up or broke some generational curses and really came into their own Um People who are very Mm self-aware and that really try to every day, um, you know, better themselves. I'm motivated by people like that, looks like, you know, people who want to put positive energy out in the world. You know, we have this world now. I don't know all of the right technical technical terms, but the people who are doing the grand risings and... (laughs) 
Right. But I mean, I'm not saying I'm that, but I mean, they are positive people. Yes. And, you know, it, it makes it brings a difference yeah. in, in the world of where we're in now, where it just seems like it's just devastating. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have kids that have no hope. Mm. So, I mean, they don't have anything to inspire to mm. or look forward to. And then I heard the other day, big brothers and big sisters closed. Are you serious? Yeah. I need to look that up. I it's was crazy. like, what? The Memphis chapter. I was like, what? You know, because I used to be involved with so many businesses that helped or we would do, um, you know, the Christmas drives for mm-hmm. Big Brother, Big Sister or mentoring programs. So I was very sad to see that that's no longer existing. It's terrible. But there are a lot of other ones out mm-hmm. there now. But mm-hmm. that was really a good one. Well, yeah, I was just going to say that's a good one. That, that, that's terrible. I know. Yeah. And then I think it's too sometimes it's not necessarily that uh, young people don't have any hope. We have a teenager now. And like <laughs> somebody explained, like they have the alien inside of them. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> and so um, sometimes they don't always pay attention. Right. And um, I know one thing about with our son, he mostly sees us and he green. Oh, well, it's okay <laughs> to be green. I think it's okay to be green. Um <laughs> Because, and and he's learning from you yes. all, and because there's so many kids out there that mm. are followers, yes. there are very few leaders. Yes. And so I try to instill in people, try to be a leader. You know, mm-hmm. everybody can't be a leader, and I understand that, but at least follow the right leader if yes. you're going to be, if you have to be led. Yes. Um, but I would love to see more kids in leadership type mm-hmm. positions and not following because mm-hmm. that peer pressure is very hard. Um, and if you have your own mind and it really is up to the individual, because yes. I've seen kids in the worst environments, yes. but they make up their mind that they don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. They want to be a certain way. And so they 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 lead their paths to where it's a more positive. It comes out into a more positive outcome. So they're not a product of their environment. So I really admire kids that you're in the midst of it. It's all around you yes. and you still are able to excel. Yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to get my son to see. Like I'm slowly telling him about my childhood as he gets older. And it's just like he got the blinders on and um, <laughs> the cable could go out. Mom, the cable not working. <laughs> oh, it's just, oh, it's I a know. terrible day. I no, know. it's not. No, I know. it's not. It's like, I don't know how these kids, you know, we didn't have what no, they have. You know, we, we survived. We were fine. Yes. Yeah, so I don't, I'm like, y'all really don't know. We were fine <laughs> stuff to do. Exactly. Just anything to do, but no. <laughs> not you. Right. You having a fit. Mom, the internet not working. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's like, go outside and run. I know. <laughs> I know. So it's just sometimes they do have their blinders on. And sometimes they need that extra push. Like, they come do. on, y'all. They come really on. Do. It's a lot of hope <clears throat> in the world. That's for anybody. Oh, yeah. So That's much why I think it's so important for parents to expose their kids to the needy. Yes. You know, feed the needy at Christmas or Thanksgiving. Help out in homeless shelters or mm-hmm. go see the people that are in retirement homes. Yes. Go see the children at St. Jude and Labonner. Um, you know, that probably are not going to live, but, you know, they still have hope, mm-hmm. you know, and their parents have hope, mm-hmm. you know, just experience something different. Because I feel like, you know, when you when you're doing something for somebody else, it takes all of it off of you. Mm-hmm. You ain't thinking about you so much. <laughs> they all about you. <laughs> yeah. And I think we as parents, too, should um, 
divulge a little bit about more about ourselves because you want your children to look like I'm squeaky clean. Right. But if you knew like what happened, you probably they probably be like. <laughs> oh whoa like I disclosed something to my son and he was like you had to do what <laughs> he was like I didn't know that yeah. and I was like yeah, yeah. son I worked mm-hmm. two jobs and went to high school exactly and he was like okay never mind <laughs> yes we have so many adults or mm-hmm. kids or um especially you know I'm just like adults that are still trying to live out their childhood. Mm -hmm. Like they had trauma childhoods Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. still blaming mom and dad. And it's like, uh, how old are you? That is not what's hindering you. That is your choice to be hindered. (laughs) You ain't telling no (laughs) story. Like everybody, you have to realize mom and dad are people. You know, they were people just like you growing up had Mm -hmm. the same kind of challenges with boyfriend and girlfriends and life and you know that (laughs) that adolescent life and you know that transition Mm -hmm. into adulthood is very hard Mm -hmm. um, when you have to become independent and Mm -hmm. you got so many parents now that will not they will not let their kids cross into being an independent. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can. I, you have no idea how much I can't stand that. Oh, when I see a parent holding a child, it's like, do you feel like you didn't do a good job? Because That's if you did, question. if you did a good job, you had them for eighteen years. Let them go. You're supposed to let them go. Yeah, you are. You know, but you got people that's. Uh, Parents, that's a good question to ask yourself. If you feel like they can't go into the world, is it more about do you feel whether or not you did, did a, good a good job? job? Exactly. That is so true. Right. Uh, I'm going to go home and think about this too. Because <laughs> if you're doing a good job, trust me, you don't have to fill out their applications for yeah. college, their first job application. You don't have to go get them the job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so much that they need to be able to do yes. on their own to shape them as adults. That if you're doing it for them, they're never going to learn. They're never going to be able to survive. And you're not going to be here all the time. Mm-hmm. So you got to teach them to be on their own, not mm-hmm. straddling. Let yes. them go. <laughs> Let them no feel story. life. Let them feel their mistakes. Let them be accountable to them and yes. let them recover from them the way that they figure it out. Not you. Let them figure it out. You ain't saying nothing but word. Come on, we need to work on these children so Memphis can get better. Okay, what are your hobbies? You told us a little bit you like to sing. So. I do. I love to sing and dance. I love to skate. Okay. Yes. Um, I love to be physical. So anything that causes my heart rate to increase, <laughs> I love to do. I don't uh, think about it like that, but I like to <laughs> sing and dance and skate too. So. Yeah. But I mean, I just, you know, I've always been very active. I have a whole lot of energy. My mom has always said you have too much energy. I'm like that too. Right. My grandfather called me Juice. You know, that was my oh, nickname. That's my son nickname. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> because I have I had so much energy as a child. And even until adult, my mom was like, you still haven't slowed down. Mm-hmm. But I, I bore very easily. And so I need Me to, too. Yes. So I need to always have my mind be challenged. I need yes. to always be discovering things. But you're creative. I think that comes with being a creative. Like, I talk about that a lot on my show. Being a creative, your mind is... Oh, always yeah. going. Yes, always going. Always running. <laughs> That's, I guess it's probably why it's hard to sleep sometimes because I'm always thinking about, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, can I get out of bed and write this down? And exactly. then my husband be like, what you doing? I'd be like. Go. I know. Because I'll grab, I grab my tablet in a second and be right now. Okay. Because if I don't write this down, I'm going to forget. Yeah. It. 
was like, you supposed to be asleep, am I? I right. said, oh, yeah. Being creative, your mind just go. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So what are you listening to music-wise, uh, reading, and or studying right now? I need to know all three. <laughs> Music wise, I still I'm just I'm an old school. I love R and B, old school R and B. So some of the new R and B now is you know it's mm-hmm. cool, mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still a, like a a seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah, but I like some of the the new wave music that's out. Kevin Ross and you oh, know yeah. some of the newer mm-hmm. music. I, I like it. I'm digging it. Um, let's see what up. What was the other question? Uh, what are you reading right now? Uh, I am reading uh, Reimagining AI. Okay. Uh, so um, in the world of AI, I'm trying to determine what I want to do next. So I'm trying to see, and I have a goal by this, uh, January, I'm supposed to have figured this out. So I'm trying to see if it's <laughs> going to be another business venture, hmm. if I want to look for maybe a corporate job where it allows me to travel, or if I want to go into coding. Um, and I'm, I'm worried about coding because it's a sit down debug. And because I come from the world of computers and troubleshooting and killing viruses and all that kind of stuff that you have out there now, spamware. And, um, I'm used to, you know, sitting mm-hmm. in front of a cute computer several hours, figuring mm-hmm. out stuff. However, I don't know that that's, you know, something I was I- just going <laughs> to ask you about that. Did that, did that keep you entertained for a while? Because I went to school for accounting and my sister was like, you think you going to sit at a desk? And I was like, I can do it. Yeah. She was like, uh-uh, that ain't what I said. You may know the stuff and you can do it. But she was like, girl, I be about to lose my mind. Exactly. No, I know that that's not the, okay. the realm. So that's why I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I want to learn, I want to. I want to learn more about AI and okay. how it's going to transform the world and what we is. need to look forward to. And, you know, it's, it has its advantages and it has a lot of disadvantages. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm studying up on that part. And then, again, just trying to figure out what's my next thing I want to do. Okay. So oh, is that this what you're studying to AI? AI. Well, AI. Well, when you say in the in the realm of study, I'm just kind of learning more about what it does for you. Okay. You know, things that it will help you with. Like I've been going to some seminars, and uh, the book I'm reading now is Demystifying AI, which is more of a book about. And I'm just in the beginning, but I hope I don't mess this up. But it's more about um, how AI really is not our friend. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. I might need you to give me right. a uh, rundown. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. What's your favorite song and your favorite uh, movie? I couldn't get that out. Favorite song? Favorite, favorite song? Movie? Oh, gosh. I have a lot of favorite songs. One, give me one that you just play back a thousand times. Um, I could play back. Can I play back a thousand times? Mm-hmm. Probably some anything Whitney Houston. Okay. Uh, or Anita Baker for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely Anita Baker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so many songs that I love. I would, but I would put those on rotation all day. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? <sighs> What's been my favorite movie so far? So you're asking somebody who does not look at TV. Okay. I don't watch Netflix. <laughs> And so I've not watched a bunch of TV. Um, and so thus I don't go to the movies. So my favorite movie I can think of right now, I'm going to think of one. Um, What is, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Give me a, maybe give me a genre of a movie area. Um, Favorite um, mystery. 
mystery movie. Mm-hmm. Have I watched a mystery? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. I, yeah, I have. Uh, suspense. Maybe suspense. Well, I'm trying to remember the last movie I watched. Like I like. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say what's his name. That's not not Denzel movies. I mean, I like Denzel, but something's too graphic. <laughs> I don't like really graphic movies. Okay, um, but I like like the um, uh, Sean Connery type movies. Okay, uh, what's that? Taken. Yes. Those type of movies. Yes. I like stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, suspenseful movies. I, I like. Have you on the edge? Of your I'm seat. trying to think. Of, it was one that I saw where it was a lady. Uh, it was her husband, though. I cannot think of the last, but it was. But it was it had so many different turns, mm. you know, and it, you didn't know what it was coming next. You know how some things are pre- predictable. This one was a girl in the window. It may be. It may have been girl in the window. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the name of it. Yeah. Moved. yeah. <laughs> It's the new year. Time to start that business you've been talking about. Let BTM Business Solutions and Social Studio help you out with virtual office services like co-working space, business formation assistance, conference and event space, and content studio rental, which includes a fully equipped studio. Log on to btmds.com right now and sign up for the email list to receive codes for $25 off virtual office services and $15 off conference and event space and studio rentals. Need more info? Call 901-490-7995. BTM Business Solutions and Social Studio. Okay, this is the part where we go back to business. What would you do differently if you could start your business all over again with all the knowledge that you have now? <laughs> um, I would go and talk more to other franchise owners, okay, uh, especially in the realm of hot works, um, because there, you know, there's some things that you just didn't know. Um, we like the sweat everywhere program. Uh, it's a great program. It's good to expose the brand and as a referral to other studios. Mm-hmm. However, with the way that they've created the the membership, it, there's no reciprocal pay for okay. if, if you if they come to you or if the, if you join at another location and you come to me, I, I have the privilege of seeing your face. Hopefully, you'll refer me to someone else mm-hmm. um, that they'll come to my studio, um, but. You come to my studio and, you know, you use my studio, but I get nothing, like no pay mm. from it. So, you know, just trying to balance out, you know, the fact that we're representing the brand and the they want you to hopefully get referrals, you know, from other sweat everywhere, people to come to your studio. Yeah. But the bottom line as a franchise owner, as a business owner, you're trying to get revenue. And right. so if I, unless the sweat everywhere joins Sweat everywhere at my like, location. Mm-hmm. It, you know, financially on the bottom line, it's really it doesn't, you know. Okay. But I, I love all the sweat everywheres. I mean, I've got some great sweat everywhere members. I do have some that have given me great reviews on okay. Google. So you know that's great in itself. But again, we're trying to reach that bottom yes, line. Yes, I so understand. So if that's it. why I always stress, if you're gonna do sweat everywhere, please come through yes. Hot Works Edge District. Edge <laughs> District. Go exactly. get your memberships. Yes. All the memberships. Um. The other thing is, um, you know, being in a fitness, you know, business, you're always in marketing mode. So you got to really think, do you really, for somebody like me that had such a private life mm-hmm. that wasn't, you know, on social media, and now I have such a presence on yes. social media, and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of shy, I will admit, but, you know, my friend's like, girl, please, but in front of the camera and things like that, I am, mm-hmm. and so... But always thinking of creative content uh, to put out, always in that mode of marketing and member retention. So one of my big things is not just, 
you know, bringing members in. I'm trying to retain yes. the members that I have. And so that's really big in the fitness business because it's, you know, an ever-changing turnover of people in and out. Some people just come for the free workout and then they may impulsively join, but they're really not serious about their fitness and their health. And so you may have them a month or two. Mm. I'm looking for those members that are going to stay with me, you know, for a few years, yes. you know, to support the business and for me to support them in their health, in their journey. Um, so um, always in marketing mode, always, you know, trying to retain members. It it can be very stressful. Yes. It's very stressful. I can understand. You're always trying to think. And then the marketing <laughs> that Hotworks has. So Hotworks markets to Eileen's 30-year-old working females. In my demographic, it doesn't always work. Yes. So I'm always it's younger people in the medical district. Exactly. Yes. But it doesn't always work because I have a great mixture in the Memphis area um, that really what you see on the screens all the time doesn't mimic how I look. And yes. so I want more marketing geared towards my race of people yeah. um, because that's important yes. to see Very. other people that are accomplishing those goals that look like you. Exactly. So um, I'm trying to stress that they really re need to re revisit the marketing because it, a lot of it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should do a whole bunch of marketing with you and your team and... Well, we try. We let try. let them buy. <laughs> no, they're not going to do it. It doesn't work like that. I wish it did. <laughs> there are a lot of great... They might get an ad that's so good. They'd be like, can we have some rights? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really think they need to target market more for certain demographics. Certain areas for the, for, of what their marketing looks like, it will work wonderfully. But there are a lot of areas and there are more and more black franchise owners of Hotworks that are popping up mm -hmm. and they have the same complaints. Every last one of them that I've talked to, same complaints, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're in more of an urban black area. Yes. Um, so, you know, they really need to change the way they look at the marketing. Hopefully just, you know, get one of the franchise owners on the team that mm -hmm. are of color that can really help because I've must say I've really done well with the way I do the marketing. I was just finna say, because I can understand it, because if it does not look like it's somewhere that I would go to, it probably, yeah, I don't know if that's where I should right, be. Right, So that's another reason why I wanted you on here. I was like, okay, I got to get on <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what advice would you give to new entrepreneurs? Um, Have a plan, mm -hmm. you know, have a definite business plan. Really do the research. And not only do the research into how much revenue you can make, but if this is really something you can do for the long term. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, where your sister said, you know, you went to school for accounting. She's like, can you really do accounting? <laughs> you know, it's the same thing with opening a business. Just because a business can be profitable, mm -hmm. is it the business for you that mm -hmm. you can put your 100% into because if you half ass and it's really not your passion, yes. you know, it's really not, you know, that thing that you want to do, then it's going to project in your business. So you really need to do the research, know who you are, know what you like and know what you can put into that business a hundred percent for it to uh, really flourish. That's some good advice. <laughs> What's next for you in your business? Next for me and my business is um, more community engagement. So I have recently joined the Junior League of Memphis. Mm. Um, I love organizations um, that really target, you know, community. And they do a lot of work in the community, especially with like single families, homes. Um, they're 
buying up a lot of the homes in uh, the Berkeley area mm -hmm. um, instead of trying having investors buy them so mm. that the neighborhoods can stay intact. And it also helps some of the single mothers out in the areas. We have a Restore store uh, that's on Summer Avenue. Mm -hmm. It's like a thrift store. It's called yes. Restore. But um, lots of people shop there. And, you know, um, a lot of the women of Junior League, I, from what I'm seeing, they're well-to-do. You mm -hmm. know, we, we have more. And so we have more to give. And so that store does, it's like the highest revenue I think Junior League has. Um, oh, okay, the one on some. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? This I love thrifting. What'd you say? This the good store. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have to yeah. go. Yes. <laughs> um, so probably more high end stuff okay. appears in that store. I would mm, think. I'll be there. Uh, I'm a provisional member, so this is my first year, and there are a lot of activities and things that we have to do as a provisional. Um, you know, and being that doing that as long and being a business owner is kind of like, uh, yeah. but I'm everywhere. So I'm always into events. I'm always into networking. I'm always in business seminars. Yeah, I had to catch her. I had to get like a fishing <laughs> hook, but it was, it was both asking. It was right. not just her. So yeah. yeah, she, she is busy. Yeah. I'm always trying to become a better business owner. Mm -hmm. So I'm always in seminars. It's like a two, Ooh, yes. Yes, a two for, I call it. I'm in there. I'm learning, but I'm also able to network with yes. other businesses and expose hot works. Um, so I love, you know, just being out at events. And then I try to look for events that I can go to to expose hot works more like people, companies that have wellness events. Or if you want to do team building exercises, you can come to our hot works to do. So I'm just trying to expose. So when they have like food truck Thursdays and Fridays downtown mm -hmm. in the Midtown area, so I send a worker out and they pass out cards yes. and, you know, just trying to keep us exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You're doing good. Thank you. So if people wanted to get in touch with you, how would they reach out to you? <laughs> they would reach out to me um, at Hotworks Edge District. The phone number is 901-302-6302. We're located at 750 Madison Avenue, Suite 102. We're on the corner of Madison and Manances right across the street from the big UT Health Science Park. So you can't miss us. We're connected to the subway right at the corner. And uh, I hope you all come to see us. All right. Thank you again, Miss Carmelo Rogers. I do appreciate you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Um, I hope to see you again more and more. Yes. Um, so it was great to have you. Thank you all for watching. Do not forget and listening. Do not forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave comments. And we'll see you next week at the same time. Bye. Yay.